And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. I am the champion, my friends. Now, I'm going to call bullcrap on that what? right now. What are you talking about? Well, simple. Uh, I have been denied points, which I believe are rightfully mine. Okay. So, in case you don't know what in the world we're talking about, he is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, and welcome to the 2018 WrestleMania Rap Party here at DDT Wrestling. We are looking at the document where we made our predictions and productions last week. We have the predictions of... Uh, our patrons, Glenn and Brandon and Jeremy, you take umbrage with this, sir. Uh, I do. I do. First Wh- of all, where specifically are you taking umbrage? Well, first, uh, with the Andre the Giant Battle Royal match, as you clearly have indicated, Dolph Ziggler was Mrs. Manson's uh, prediction. Meanwhile, if you go back and listen to the tape, I said Matt Hardy. Okay, fine. We'll go in there, we'll change it to Matt Hardy, and we will give you credit. Now, that gives you, I will say, that gives you a perfect pre-show. Okay. You are three for three on the pre-show, which puts you up to nine and a half out of 19 for the main card. Still, now a strong second place behind me. Nope. I'm not going to settle for second here. Because, because... As I recall, you have awarded yourself bonus points in the past, and I believe I ha- deserve bonus points on at least two separate issues. <laughs> Go ahead, because if we're doing bonus points, I get all the bonus Well, no, I don't get all the bonus points. You get points. no bonus points. I'm getting a ton of them. There is one match right in there that I get serious bonus points for. What are you drinking? For what? What are you for drinking? What? No, I want to hear uh, your bonus points first. Well, this is a caramel cappuccino. Very nice. You went grocery uh, so, shopping today. You must have. Um, this is from the, the gas station. Ah. But uh, I believe that I deserve points because, as I said, not only did Naomi win the Women's Battle Royal, but I laughed all of you out of the building for even assuming Becky Lynch could be in the final four. I said there's not a chance in hell she's a losey loser who loses who is there to get that one shot in her face of her after she loses. Okay. She was not in the final four, hence I deserve bonus points for that match. Okay, we'll call that uh, purple. Purple will gift you bonus points, so that'll give you four out of three, which brings you now we are tied for first. All right, and then uh, I'm going to go ahead and declare I deserve at least one more bonus point because Rusev was only in that match to eat the pin. I think that is worth a full bonus point. I will give you that as well. All right, so now we can move on now that I'm the winner of the weekend. No more bonus points. It's over. Uh, We've declared the winner (laughs) of the WrestleMania weekend. It is Doc Manson. Bonus points are being awarded because if I look down here at the bottom, there are four people who say Roman Reigns, and there is one who said, by God, Brock Lesnar's going to win this damn thing. And you that got would points be, for Brock Lesnar winning. But I believe I deserve bonus points because that was 
the dumbest no, prediction to no, ever make. No, you you could predict one of two participants in that match. You picked the one who won. You had the foresight that is not worth extra points. I believe it is because that was such. That is not we worth spent extra a points. year. We spent a year building that story. You that already Roman got Reigns, a point. You got one point because he won. You don't get bonus points because he because he doubly won. That's not a bonus point. Patrons, totally if you're listening to this, points. this is bullcrap. He does not get a bonus point because the guy he predicted won. He already got a point for that. If that's what we're going with, and I get a point for Roman Reigns because he, you know was in the match. Plus, I think if you go back, there is a chance that I may have said that Braun Strowman will win with a fan named Nicholas. I think I may have even gone. You never said that. that far. We'd have to check the tape. We have, have to I check know the tape. tape. You've had nothing of the sort, sir. Therefore, I win. No, you WrestleMania don't. WrestleMania's over. Okay. I won. Like, we can agree. If you want to can... win, if you want to win the side bets, because yes, I DC. will say, Doc, DC. Doc. It's okay. We can we can agree to be men here. We can both agree that I won. No. And we moving can't. forward, moving forward, I have an important announcement to make. It's related to WrestleMania. What is that? So I'll just go ahead and say it. The streak is over. The you're winning the prediction streak? Or No. I clearly, as you can see, I won. The prediction streak. We already agreed on that. We're moving ahead. No, the streak that is over, the streak that is over is uh, the 100% Doc Manson guarantee in which I guaranteed that Asuka would leave WrestleMania as the win. And I know, to be honest, I'm not even upset about it because I, I, I came home. So full disclosure, I attended WrestleMania uh, GQ was there. The Arsacist was there. Our friend Rachel was there. Mrs. Manson was there. Um, it was a lovely time. I cannot see you anymore. You're now back. Um, Sorry, your microphone's gone all robotic on me. I was just trying to see if I could oh. jog it. Do I sound Anyways. any better now? No. Would it's you fun. like? Would you like to fix it? Uh, whatever. So I left during Asuka and Charlotte because I knew if I didn't leave relatively early, I was going to wind up staying there all night. Did everyone stay till 12, 12, 15, whatever time? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you were the them. only one who, uh, you know. Good for them. Stayed for one match and then left. I stayed for the entire pre-show. I was there early. And then, yes, the Asuka, Charlotte, I did not expect to go on second. No, nobody did. And again, you know, I just want to say while my streak is over... So is Asuka's, and that's why I'm not feeling too bad about it. I feel it's only appropriate that if Asuka's streak has come to an end, that, you know, that my streak also came to the end in the same moment. I think it makes her and I closer okay. in uh, some universal way. So, well, so, so yeah, I'm so, taking some solace in that. So I got home, and... Mrs. Matthews, because she is a lovely woman, had turned on WWE Network. And so she sends me this text. She's like, two oddly dressed women are fighting. Is this the right thing? And I said, yes, that is probably the right thing. And so I walked in and it was literally the replay. And so I'm seeing her get put in the figure eight. And I'm like, how she that, this was my first thought. How the hell is she going to counter this into the Oscar lock? How is she going to manage that? And then and she, she tapped out and I, I just stood there mouth agape. And I was like. Part of me was regretting not being there because I wanted to be able to be one of the group that held you as you mm. tried to deal with that. But you seem very okay with it. 
But like I said, I think there's a certain there's a certain it's poetic in a way that both of us should should have put our streaks on the line and, and both paid the ultimate price last night during WrestleMania 34. Was it the best Oscar match you've seen? I don't know. It might be. Um, it definitely, I think, without a doubt, was the best match at WrestleMania last night. Okay. Better than Brock versus Roman? That was not a very good match, so yes. Better than Taker versus Cena? Oh, what, the three-minute squash match? Yes, better, yes, I think better it was better than, than the Bludgeon Brothers winning the tag team titles? Uh, admittedly, I was in the bathroom during that match, and I missed the entire thing. I... Now, again, I loved WrestleMania. I thought top to bottom, it was great. I'm going to go back at some point and watch a good portion of the weekend again because I want to talk about NXT with you, too. We haven't had the chance to talk about that here at the WrestleMania wrap party. Um, How's your cappuccino doing? It's really sweet at the bottom. Got it. it. Um, But... But what what happens now? Because I guess that needs to be it. The Asuka match was great. She is now no longer undefeated. And that's good, right? Because she had to move forward at some point. Somebody had to break the streak so we could move beyond that iteration I think, of Asuka. I think, it's, I think it is very good that she... Because every story for the last year has been, will she... You know, will this person be the one to break the streak? Now we can tell different stories. My question to you... Does she go to SmackDown now? Because technically she's still a raw talent. Yeah, I'm not sure. Based off the way they were treating everything leading up to WrestleMania, my guess is she is still on Raw. And if that's the case, well, I mean, she's already beaten Nia Jax nine times in a row, so I don't see any reason why she won't be Raw Women's Champion by the end of Raw tonight. It's entirely... I I enjoyed Nia's moment. The match was good enough, I thought. I enjoyed Nia's moment of of winning. I thought she clearly, you know, clearly it meant a lot to her, so I enjoyed that. Um, that I love the way that she wrecked Mickey James at the beginning of that match. Yes. That was yes. phenomenal. Just swinging her back and forth into the barricade. It was, I don't know, you... You may have seen this. Uh, Jason X, There, there's a scene in which Jason... Ta- it, takes a, a camper in a sleeping bag and and just wails them into the side of a tree back and forth. And it's actually a replay of a kill from an earlier Friday the 13th, uh, part six, maybe? Anyways, regardless, this is what it, totally what it reminded me of. Just just taking just wha-bam, wha-bam, you know, just back and forth. I was reminded to Hulk bashing Loki in the first Avengers movie, but that was up and down. This was more side to side. I loved it. I thought, I thought it was great. Um if if we're going to get Asuka beating Nia Jax, I guess I'm okay with that. I'd like no, Nia Jax to hold the belt for a little while. Well, that's the thing. Now that Asuka has lost, the thing that bothers me about this is I suspect we're going to see Asuka maybe not go on a losing streak, but she's going to lose matches now. And while that's not a problem per se, it's just you've, you're used to her being so unbeatable that for her to just suddenly start losing to these people who, again... She beat Nia Jax nine times. I think, am I now to believe? Am I now to believe that Asuka has gotten her confidence shaken by this loss, and Nia Jax has has just raised it to another level suddenly, no. and that she's? <clears throat> it just, that just seems silly 
if, to me. If Alexa Bliss was still champion, I would say Alexa would win by DQ. Alexa would win by countout. You can do all of those kind of losses that, you know, <clears throat> make sense in a storyline, but don't make sense in an undefeated storyline. Like, she's right. not going to lose her first match via disqualification. It's just not going to no. happen. But now she could snap. You know, if this was Alexa Bliss, she could snap and beat the crap out of Alexa Bliss. And I suppose she could do it with Nia Jax and get herself disqualified. Um, but I'm, I'm interested. I, you know, I've loved Charlotte since NXT. And this was, you know, if, if somebody was going to beat the streak, I wanted it to either be Charlotte or someone from the NXT system. Somebody who could use this to immediately springboard. I was grateful Carmella did not cash in at all. Yeah, I mean, it bothers me in that Carmella needs to cash that thing in, but I'm also sort of happy because I just don't know what they were thinking giving her that briefcase. She's not a great wrestler, so like to have that at WrestleMania sort of would have detracted from yeah. anything else. I think I said this last night at WrestleMania, um, I, and I think you I said at it the on- pre-show. Yes. And during Unless the, you said it during the one match you were here for. And during the White Walker match. I said it during the Battle Royal. Oh, okay. Um, right. Which one? The women's one. Because we were oh. talking about Carmella. I said, I want to see the storyline where she's literally running out of time. She's yeah, got, I think like, you said that on the show I before. Probably it's a good, you've got, that's a good idea. She's got three weeks, so she's getting more and more desperate to try to cash in, and she keeps not being able to do it. But regardless. Which um, show was she technically on? Carmella? She's on SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So she could go after Charlotte. Yeah, right. Um, so, the women's matches were good. I did not watch Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler, full disclosure. Did you? Yeah, I watched it. And? It was way it was, it was was way better than their first match. But it was easily the worst match of the entire weekend. Okay. I can't think of one match that I liked less. Can you? I didn't see it. And I liked everything. I, I liked everything I saw on, yeah. at WrestleMania. So. It wasn't very good. That match, again, was not very good. I don't think Shayna Baszler... I mean, I'll say, you know, on Twitter, everybody seems to be all about Shayna Baszler all of a sudden. I don't know if it's just Ronda Rousey being in the crowd cheering her on. I don't know if it's because people really like that MMA style. But as we've talked about before, you, me, MMA stuff doesn't really necessarily connect. That's, I mean, I think we'll get an interesting juxtaposition on that opinion when we talk about Rousey Angle versus Triple H Stephanie. But in terms of Shayna Baszler... She does nothing for me. I think she's very green. She looks awkward. I don't think she should be a champion at this point in her career. And I I don't know. That match, I did not enjoy it. I have no problem with her being champion because if Ember Moon gets called up, we now are at a point where the women's division is actually a developmental division, which it has not been in a very long time. Like, as soon as Sasha and Bailey started... Is it, though? I think so. You've got... now. Peyton you, Rice is still there. Billy Kay is still there. I think Nick you could... Cross is still there. Is she? She didn't show up. Now, granted, she didn't show up at the Women's Battle Royal, but I didn't see her... I didn't see any of the Sanity, with the exception of Killian Dane. No member of Sanity was at TakeOver. That's fine. No member of Heavy Machinery was at TakeOver. Not everybody's <clears throat> going to be on every card. The point I'm making is... I wouldn't be surprised if Sanity shows up tonight or tomorrow, either on Raw or SmackDown. 
I don't think, well, I mean, that's possible, but I don't know why you would have Sandy show up without Killian Dane. Or are you suggesting that he, he just comes from the ride regardless of the fact that he's, he's not the North it. American champion. There's no business be for him being still on that show unless he's going to wrestle Aleister Black again, but he already lost. I guess. No, I could see it. I could see Sanity come. I think we could see a bunch of people coming up and in at least the women's division. I do think this is more of a developmental territory. Nikki Cross, I don't know that I've ever heard her speak. I've heard her scream. I don't know that I've ever heard her speak. Okay. So, you know, I can't I can't vouch for her promo skills. So but again, I think, you know, in that sense. I think it's fine that Shayna Baszler, you know, she'll obviously wrestle Kyrie Zane. She'll wrestle somebody else. Who knows? Bianca Belair. I liked the NXT women's performance in the women's battle royal. I thought it was kind of fun that they kind of banded together for a while. Yeah, it was kind of fun, but it also kind of made me remember that I barely know who any of them are. Which, you know, to your point about being developmental again, I guess maybe that's a good thing. Now they can start to establish themselves, get some screen time, and maybe uh, we'll start to actually learn and maybe like some of these people. I think so. I think so. I think that Tainara, whatever, Conti, she's decent. So, either way, we're missing the big moment of the pre-show. And sorry, Cedric, it wasn't you. It was Bray Wyatt. It was Naomi. You just said that because you predicted it, and it actually happened. Yeah, not only did I predict it, but uh, I mean, it, it just—it could not have been any truer. From my words to reality, I—I really, I really thought at least Becky Lynch would make it to the end. Like they, <laughs> what did I tell you? I don't about think Becky she's going to get released necessarily. No, she's not. No, she's But not. what in the world are we doing? I'm guessing she's going Every to Every single time I see a photo, like from WrestleMania weekend, the Hall of Fame, whatever, all in their evening gowns, it's like, ah, oh, the four horsewomen. It's it's just like that picture. There was a picture on Instagram. It, it was Edge and Bubba Ray and Devon all in a row, fists out, rings, Hall of Fame rings on their hand. And at the end of the line, it was just Christian making this face and just pointing at the other guys. And every single time I see a, fi- a, a, a picture of the four horsewomen, the four horsewomen guys, oh God, the four horsewomen are back. I'm just, I look at Becky Lynch and I'm just like, you pathetic piece of crap. Get the hell out of this picture. We need to remember that yes. while the whore, four horse, the whore horsewomen, the ho- four horsewomen. <laughs> what was that? The four horsewomen uh-huh. and the four horsemen are yeah. legends. It wasn't that they were all amazing all at the same time. Like, there was clearly yeah. an alpha to the four horsemen every time. I'm also very confused because when Shayna Baszler was out in the NXT show and Ronda Rousey was in the crowd and there was some other woman whose name I don't know, Moro Ronaldo kept calling them the four horsewomen They're as the well. They're the four horsewomen of UFC. That's fine, but the fact that you have these two somewhat factions within the WWE that ostensibly are now both the four horsewomen, that's confusing to me, and I refuse to acknowledge it. And along with uh, Roddy Strong's wife is the other one. She's the fourth horsewoman. Is she an MMA fighter? Yeah. What did you think? While we're on the subject, we'll get back to Bray Wyatt and why he's amazing in a minute. Roderick Strong. Uh-huh. Heel turns played a big part in my enjoyment of WrestleMania weekend. 
I guess. I did not see the Roderick Strong heel turn coming, and I enjoyed that. You know why you didn't see that coming? Because it made no sense. But I liked it anyways. That's fine, but, you know, again, completely a lot. He spent the entire match beating the crap out of these two guys, and he waited until he had the match won. Literally in the three count was Pete Dunne to win the match before turning on him. And, I mean, to their credit, Adam Cole and uh, Kyle O'Reilly did a great job selling it. They're like, what the hell is going on? They looked confused. They thought for sure that Roderick Strong was about to beat the living crap out of them. Uh, It was a good moment. I'll give it to you. But why on earth would he wait that long to turn? That makes, like, no sense to me. It was interesting to see the backstage interview part because somebody, I don't know if it was Kathy Kelly, Finn Balor's girlfriend or whomever, but she asked them, you know, why? And Adam Cole was about to say something and Roderick Strong like stopped them, whispered in their ear and they just kind of smiled and walked away. So I don't know if they're biding their time until they have an actual reason or if, you know, we're going to get a why Roddy why sort of segment. But then also jumping back to WrestleMania, speaking of a heel turn I did not see coming. Shinsuke Nakamura with the low blow to AJ Styles. The moment he grabbed, you weren't here, but the moment that he went over to the ref and took the belt, I was like, low blow incoming. I, give, give me some bonus points for that also, by the way. I wasn't there, so G- I can't g- GQ will it. vouch. GQ will vouch. No, I don't trust him. He doesn't share. Rachel, Rachel, get in touch with DC and tell him all the points that I deserve. So, either way, I liked it. You can be your, you know, negative, the nope of negativity if you want to, but I thought it was great. I am much more... Oh, int- you loved it. You loved the fact that they took a guy who's, you know, doing pretty well on the roster, very talented, and they just reverted him back to a basically one-note foreign heel. Yeah, that's great. Let's just take any sort of progress that this performer might have made, and let's just let's just turn him right back into that thing that every single person who doesn't speak English as a first language instantly becomes. Let's just do that. I'm, yeah, that's... That sounds great. What backstage interview did you see where he became a foreign heel, one-note foreign heel? Did, Guaranteed it's happening. Did he rail against America? Guaranteed. I don't trust your guarantees anymore. Your guarantees are false. They have been proven wrong. You are infallible, nope of negativity. You are inf- No, you are fallible. I am infallible. Correct. You are fallible. I, I, I accept. I accept the first offer. Um, so that said... I don't know. I'm interested to see where it goes. And I'm I'm really just playing devil's advocate here. I saw some of that bullshit on Twitter. I you're right. We haven't seen that promo yet. We don't know that's where Shinsuke now, is going. If, and in fact, I actually think it is a refreshing turn. Yes. And I want to see where it goes. We so, were yes, both I'm actually with you. We were both fairly bored with babyface Shinsuke Nakamura, or at least I feel Absolutely. So yeah. this this now again, if in two weeks he's railing about Americans, I'll be like, all right. Doc was, now, you have to admit, there's probably about an 80% chance that that's going to happen, right? I'm going to hope it's 50-50. Like, I hope it's just, you know, again, we'll see what happens. Because right now, the champion of these entire United States is Jinder Mahal. Thank God. I'm excited. Like, I seriously am. Now, I was I was bummed because I watched it and Rusev ate the pin and I went, son of a biscuit. You went, son of a biscuit. That Doc Manson was right. He's so handsome. That's what you said, right? I said uh, the first two thirds of that. 
<laughs> I just thought the last part. Ah, okay. Um, but yeah, I was bummed that Rusev ate the pin, but at the same time, it was gender. If Orton had pinned him and or Bobby Roode had pinned him, I'd have been much more angry. Gender pinned him, and I was like, okay. If this leads to a gender Rusev program where Rusev is the baby face. Plus, let's give credit to Aiden English. Why? He had hair in the Battle Royal, and in between, he shaved his head. Uh, honestly, it kind of looked like Sheamus and Cesaro had finally finished their fusion into a single being. <laughs> Aiden English is Cesaro. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, but yes, but I, I get, you know, I saw that he came out and I was like, wait, he didn't. No, I looked at his hair in the thing. Um, no, I looked at his hair in the thing. That Doc Manson, he's so handsome. That's what you said, right? The first half of that, yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, I enjoyed the U.S. title. I, again, I enjoyed all of it. Uh, the IC title match was good. I don't get the White Walker Eyes. That didn't make any sense. What do you mean? He pad these eyes in to look like a White Walker, and he got to the ring and decided it was going to obscure his vision, which it probably would have because they're opaque contacts which you can't see through, so he took them out to wrestle. But I don't know why he had them in in the first place. Well, to complete the look for the entrance. I mean, why does... Why why did Mustafa Ali come out with with, with a laser That's projector a very on good his question. hand That's and a, a very Bane good LED question. mask? And then take it off to wrestle because looked, it would obscure as you his said, breathing. As you said during the pre-show, he looked like Daft Punk. Yeah. So, but I mean, yes, yeah, it's just part of the look. It's part of the entrance. There's no reason. I mean, it would have been a hazard to keep it in while he was wrestling. So I like Finn. I like Finn Balor's Balor Club, the Rainbow Balor Club, and the Mrs. Cobra Kai look far better. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, that's 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 fair. But um, I still thought it was okay. All right. Game, game, look, I'm, I've been told. That Game of Thrones is a thing. Have you watched? So, have you ever seen an episode? No. Me either. I have zero interest. My, I went to a friend's house once and he was like, hey, you want to watch this? And he was like, there's a lot of naked people. And I literally said, all right, I'll see you later and walked out the door. Sweet. So, all right, rapid fire because we're bouncing around here. Uh, North American title ladder match. Back to NXT. Uh, best match of the weekend. I don't know if it, well... I probably was the most fun I had watching, so I guess in that sense, it was clearly the best Money in the Bank match I've ever seen. Absolutely, which is pretty impressive since there was no Money in the Bank briefcase above that ring. No, but... I but yeah, it's essentially what it was, and it was fantastic. Like, when I, when I start watching, not just because it's the first chronologically... Ricochet, uh, star... What was... His, uh, the shooting star press off of the tipping ladder, yep. turning that into an offensive... I have literally never seen that in my life. I'd like to Fantastic. point out, he did not... I love this man. He did not break out the 630. Maybe that's no, just a Prince not. Puma thing. Maybe. Or maybe he said... I love the fact that he, he, you know, did his best to steal the show and did not break out all of his moves. Yeah. No, he was fantastic. Great match. You know who's not pulling his weight, as usual? Who's that? EC3. I don't really care for EC3. I, He's like the Marty Bell of the men's division. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm, well, maybe not Marty Bell. Maybe more like Maya Yim. Where I know he's he's capable. He, like a lot of people think he's good, 
but there's just something about him that's missing for me. I, I don't know what it is. Mrs. Manson says, you know, he just seems like he's stuck in the, in the knots. You know, he's got the tan, he's got the Jersey Shore hair, but he doesn't act like a Jersey Shore bro. So I don't, I don't know. It's not quite it for me, but it's just, there's something about that whole character. Maybe it's the fact that DC three doesn't mean anything anymore. Maybe it's now Edward Chedward the third. I don't know, but I just, he just, he has no personality or something. I liked his segment with Regal in a previous NXT where he announced like his entrance or, you know, when he demanded a shot and actually, no, he demanded the title and the Regal countered with saying, you'll be in the ladder match. Um, I thought he was pretty good. I would say he was. I loved the way he got landed on by Killian Dane and Adam Cole yeah. underneath that ladder. I would. That was freaking phenomenal. I would say he did not have a like standout moment. Like Lars Sullivan had a series of standout moments. Ricochet, standout moments. Velveteen Dream, standout moments. Even Adam Cole and Killian Dane. Not in so much EC3. I can't remember yeah. a single thing he did. He had some jawbreaker. That I was like, okay, that's interesting. But he a had ladder a match good move off of the ladder. It was just like a Death Valley driver or something. I don't like know. Like a exactly TKO what it was. sort of thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, TKO, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. I guess he did. But then again, I don't know that a ladder match is gonna be his forte. Thing? Um yeah. but yes, Adam Cole, first North American champion. What do you think? Great. Does it forgive me if I've said this before? Is it weird that the North America the continental title is on the developmental show and the country title is on the main show? Should that be swapped? Who cares? Okay, maybe that's it. We talked about Ember and Shayna. We talked about the tag match. Um, so let's get to the NXT title match because that was not the main event. Andrade Almas and Aleister Black, you said, some, you said something in the pre-show. What irked you about that? Because I think you actually... I, I tend to you know, kind of get my hackles up when you, you nitpick a little bit, but I actually think in this case, you made a very valid point about this match. Do you remember? Oh. Do you well, remember? It was a fantastic. Match. Do you remember what it was? Um, if, well, the only thing I can think of, and maybe it's it, maybe it's not, is, is simply the fact that while it was a really good match and I enjoyed their chemistry, I just, I get this feeling with Zelina Vega that she just, she gets involved too much. That was it. And in that, in that match, she literally got involved, I think, five or six times in that match. And the ref never once noticed her at all. Like, we're, t we're talking about referees that, like, at WrestleMania, uh, uh, Ronda Rousey got down off of the apron to go check on Kurt Angle, who was down on the outside of the ring. And the ref got out of the ring and made her return to her corner... And somehow this ref on NXT can't see Zelina Vega doing a, well, it's a, a spike Herakurana DDT 16 times to, 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 to the challenger in the title match. They're developing two. The referees are developing two. Bullshit. It's the same, damn ref, same damn ref. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I I thought she she interfered a little too it much. It cheapens the whole thing. Like, but I mean, then again, I get I get the story. Like, I get the story. The story is she went to the well one too many times. She actually cost Andre uh, Andrade rather the title. Like, I get that. But if she had interfered twice, three, that would have been the same story. It's still the same story. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be six freaking times. I wonder if, you know, because 
more than likely Andrade's getting called up. Um, though I suppose... Yes, I mean, somebody needs to be in the mid-card to face against such notable competitors as Ty Dillinger and Tyler Breeze. You know I'm right. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised no, if he. Do. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes up and challenges Seth Rollins. Like the first Seth Rollins' first Intercontinental Title defense is against That's Andrade. Fine. That's still the mid card. I'm, I'm sure he'll be in the mid card. But I think he's more of a mid carder like Rusev than like Ty Dillinger. Oh, so a complete and utter jobber. Got it. I, I don't know if you realize this, but Ty Dillinger and Rusev are equivalent. No. Ty, no, they are. Rusev is way over with this Rusev thing, but every single time Ty Dillinger does this, he's way over with the crowd too. I'm doing, I'm pantomiming the the ten chance. He's just as over as Rusev is in the eyes of the fans, and they both lose just as freaking much when push comes to shove. Yeah, maybe Rusev is going to be in a title match. Maybe he's gonna enter into a little program with Jinder Mahal, but he's only going to be in that program to lose to Jinder Mahal. All right. At no point in Ty Dillinger's career uh-huh. has he ever thrown a fucking fish. And I will curse in this instance to prove my point. When Ty Dillinger throws seafood, then we can say they are equivalent. Not okay. even the tank. Not even now, the tank. I, I see I see your reasoning. I acknowledge your point. And and uh I, I bow down before <laughs> your superior logic. Thank you. Um, I didn't. I, I didn't enjoy the interferences, but then again, it led to the great part at the ending because that was a great way to end it was that good. match. It was. It was good. And then we get to Gargano and Ciampa, which was excellent. But I think you will agree, and I know you agree, because we had the same thing. If it had been seven minutes shorter, it would have been. Perfect. Absolutely. I watched Absolutely. it Sunday morning. I fell asleep beforehand because I was once I found out it was the main event. I watched. Uh, actually, no, I didn't even. I think I didn't even make it through um, Andrade and Alistair, and so I caught up on it Sunday morning. And it was, you know, it was great. Don't get me wrong. A lot of great moments. A lot of great storytelling. But I was just like, okay, I get it. You're gonna fight mm-hmm. forever. I. There was just a little bit of a pacing problem uh, through the mid, late mid part of that match. It just too many slowdowns, too many just yep. sort of just spinning their wheels, doing the same thing. Like you said, okay, I get it. You're beating the crap out of each other. Yep. Got it, got I it. Get. But I mean, like the heart was there, the story was there, like very well executed. I loved the match. It just, it, it just like you said, maybe just five minutes, seven minutes too long. Yep. Just, just, just a little tighter, and it would have been great. But. Four six, stars. Not five, but four stars. And there's know. nothing wrong with having a four-star main no, event. Because that, I would say, would be a four-star takeover. Everything but, you know, I enjoyed everything but Shane One star Ember, for which, everything but Ember Moon. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, ow. Dropping ow. things. Sorry. Um, yes, the Bray Wyatt-Matt Hardy thing I thought was great. I am really excited. Woke warrior. What? The Woken Warrior Wyatt. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see what that leads to uh, tonight on Raw, unless they get shaken up. Apparently, the shakeup's going to happen over the next few weeks. It's going to be staggered. It's not going to be like a one-night thing, I oh, guess. Oh, good. Something for you to look forward to. <laughs> Whatever. Cedric versus Bane, I thought was is it good. Con- actually, though, is it confirmed 
that shakeups will begin tonight? I don't know if it has been confirmed. The only thing I know that has been confirmed is that Brock Lesnar has re-signed with WWE and is wrestling in Saudi Arabia in a steel cage match against Roman Reigns. Of course he is. We'll talk about that in due time. Okay. We're we're now going chronologically. So, yeah. Yeah. So, the pre-show was good. Um, The IC match was good. I think we've covered a lot of this. Let's see here. Um, This isn't in order, but let's see. Charlotte Nasca, we talked about. Did you like... um... Did you like Usos New Day Bludgeon Brothers? I really I didn't see it. I did. And here's why. I'm going to go back and watch it. And here's why. The entire story we've gotten is that these guys, Harper and Rowan, beat the crap out of people. They have destroyed the Usos in the New Day at every opportunity. So if you gave me a 15-minute competitive match, I'd be like, "But why?" So the fact that it was 6 or 7 minutes and pretty one-sided in favor of the Bludgeon Brothers, and now Harper and Rowan are... This is their first WWE tag team title. I feel like they've been teaming for 20 years. I know, They won the NXT title, but this is the first one. I I thought it was great. This is is what I thought about a lot of um, what went on in WrestleMania, especially WrestleMania, but the weekend itself. Everything made sense story-wise. Taker and Cena, I thought, made some sense... From a logical perspective, maybe not story-wise, but the best shot you had to have The Undertaker have a good match was for it to be as short as possible. Absolutely. And it was, I mean, I, the only thing I, I dislike about it was that it was so short. It just sort of reeked of, I don't know, it just, it wasn't Taker. I, but I mean, I, I, get, like it. It I get it. Go out on a high note. You know what I mean? You don't know that he's done. I, I know, know but that he's done. I don't know that he does either. If you, if I just you, thought if was somebody really said to me, hey, taking back the the, 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 the setup with, with with the with the coach and the hat appearing, the ring and the lightning, and suddenly it's gone again. Like I thought that was cool and all, but I I, I guess we were all too hopeful to really think that the American badass was coming back. But I understand that Vince is not a fan of that character. I understand yeah. he didn't enjoy it. He, he wishes it would have been. So I understand that he's not going to be the one to go for it. And I will say, I do think, like, it made sense. I didn't want to see the dead man, but then they had the hat and the coat in the ring. Was the lightning a little overkill? Sure, but it's Wrestle Magic, so it's supposed to be. And then he came out in the hat and coat, and I was like, okay, fine. You have told sure. me a believable enough story that I will accept this. And the fact that he had, I don't know... I don't think it was a wig, but that was some really long hair. Uh, he had some nice extensions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the conclusion of that match, I, my most successful tweet of the night with 150 likes at this point and 53 retweets. Uh, John Cena has been retired by The Undertaker. Reports from the arena are that Cena has disappeared but left his jorts folded in the center of the ring. You understand that you always say, how are we going to get, what's what's going to take us to that next echelon? It's the weekly wrestling news. It's Absolutely. that sort of thing. <laughs> that's going, that's going to be, that's going to be it. Um, Cause that is a great, that is a great tweet. I thought that was fine. The, my only confusion was the hour or so between him running up the ramp 
and then the match actually happened. What was he doing back there? Clearly, he had to get his jorts on. But oh, absolutely. But I didn't understand what took that so long. But I thought they did a very nice job making. I really thought I was like, oh my god, they're not gonna do it. Yep. Like so, Elias came out. That ended, and he, you know, and he walked up the ramp, and the camera kept following him. And I'm like, all right, clearly something's gonna happen. And I really did think. The, you know, the rolling, rolling, rolling was going to hit. And I was like, he's going to run him over with a motorcycle. <laughs> it would have been great. <laughs> Speaking of motorcycles, did you enjoy the motorcycle brigade that led to the tricycles? That It was fine. But, I mean, I, I did. I will say at that point in the evening when since that was before Cena Taker, uh, I saw all those motorcycles and I was like, okay. That's not happening. This significantly reduces the chance that it's going to be the American Badass. The best part of that entrance was the lights once I got into the ring. Yeah. Like the green lights. I was like, oh, that's cool. They're like at a rave. Absolutely. What did you think of Ronda Rousey? Ah, cheat! Now that, now, that we've, now that we've seen it since the Rumble, she stopped pointing at the sign. What do you think of Rowdy Ronda? Rowdy Ronda is, again, I said we were going to get to this eventually. Unlike Shayna Baszler... She's a fine wrestler. I enjoyed it. I thought she was good. She's smooth. She seems to be doing transitions. Did she do a lot in that match? No. Again, but well, well put together so that, and I feel the same way about Daniel Bryan. Well put mm-hmm. together, keeping, you know, kind of easing us in to the Daniel, to life in Daniel Bryan and life with Ronda Rousey. You don't have to do too much. Right. I thought it was very good, very effective. I enjoyed the story and match that was told. Uh, I loved when she picked up Triple H. Even And the best part about that is Stephanie, I think, was slow on her cue. And so Ronda was just standing there waiting with Triple H on her shoulders. And you could visibly see that she was like, okay, this guy's fucking heavy. But she... To her credit, just stood there with this giant man on her shoulders and was like, yeah, I'm a badass motherfucker. And yes, yes, you are, Rhonda. Yes, you are. I thought, you know, at one point she did the Samoan drop, I think, in like a one of the previous Raws or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's an interesting choice of finisher. But the fact that she had that little like whip to yes, it. Yes, it looked good. I was like, okay, uh-huh. I'll take it. Yeah, it I was very impactful. I I I thought she looked, you know, the the outfit was a nice choice. It was just enough MMA mixed with just enough mm-hmm. WWE. Um, I will give credit to Stephanie for, you know, there was some nice revival style heel work going yeah. on there. The only thing I didn't like with Stephanie was how many like we're weird to believe that she is like some sort of impeccable technical wrestler or MMA fighter who is the equivalent of Ronda. How many times in that match did she block that arm bar? How many times did she prevent, did she over, did she quote unquote overpower Ronda preventing her from locking in that arm bar? It's like, she's some sort of technical wizard with the strength of a freaking ox. I don't think she's a technical wizard, but she clearly knew that one of the ways to counter an arm breaker is to grab the wrist and keep the arm from being extended. It's not that it looked completely silly. Just, she did it so many times that I was just like, Come the hell on. The best part you of Stephanie. You are not an MMA fighter. To your point before, like, Stephanie should have been able to do some slapping or whatever, but she should have just gotten her ass handed to her. The best, and that's not what happened. The best part of Stephanie's performance was screaming at the end. No! Sure. No! 
please no. Yeah. I was like, okay. But that should have been how she was the entire time. Yeah, absolutely. If you remember when Alexa fought Asuka, how Alexa handled oh, it, that should have been remember, it. Do you remember when Alexa fought Nia Jax at WrestleMania? And right at the beginning of that match, Nia just comes up to her and just starts screaming at her. And then Alexa starts screaming, just that angry scream and this terrified <laughs> <Yes>. scream. <laughs> it was so good. It was brilliant. I loved that moment. So good. Um, but overall, again, I liked that match. Yeah. Even Stephanie and my complaints about Stephanie don't really touch it. It was still good. My Stephanie complaints still, with everybody complains about Stephanie never getting her comeuppance. She did. Hey, she got it. My my complaints about Stephanie are when she talks. I sure. don't think she's a great talker. Mm, yeah, I think she can be, but yeah, frequently she is not. Yeah. So, oh, can we talk about the most? The most obnoxious and awkward talker of the entire night. Hmm, let me see. Who is Hi, Paige. Hi, Paige. I've seen that promo now like four times. I do I will say this though. There was an awkward moment. Um, she came out, she was out there for commentary. Beth Phoenix is on the other side. No, oh, I think I know what you're gonna say. And they yeah, said yeah. something to the effect of you know, it must be really painful for you to be here and not be able to be in the ring. And she was like, yeah. And somebody, I can't remember if it was her or somebody else, I think, but I think it was Byron Saxton or somebody, might have even been Tom Phillips, was just like, well, you know, maybe next year. And I'm like, yes, we have, we have been told these last few weeks that injuries can be overcome. Daniel Bryan wrestled at WrestleMania, but she almost looked like she was about to burst into tears because she knows... More than likely, that's not going to happen. She's yeah. done. And I was just like, ouch. That that was mean. I also, I didn't think the promo for that movie did it any favors. Having it the was actress a promo for about... Paige just stand there. The only thing she did the entire time was look wide-eyed at The Rock. It was a promo like it... for The Rock. Correct. That's all it was. Who? It was it was me- it was meant to make us care about the movie because we dumb wrestling fans were like, "We're I'm watching WrestleMania and hey, I know that guy. I really like that's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's a, it was oh my god, he's doing one of his promos that I really like. It was it was imagine if you were a fan and that Ugh. you know and the Rock cut a promo on you, but the fact that I've seen it four times. And I have I not saw sought it, like it out. Times during WrestleMania, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I played Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, Kevin no Owens, Cammy, Sami Zayn, Cammy Zayn, Cammy Zayn. What do you, I have them having talking issues today. Apparently, I keep messing up my words. What do you think? Uh, good match overall. No real complaints. Yep. I thought it made sense to sell the Daniel Bryan injury, but then he came back and wrestled and did all of his, you know, all of his moves. I ex- did all his Daniel Bryan things. I do think the shakeup must happen because I got to imagine Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are just going to Raw. They've been fired well, from SmackDown. Correct, they're fired. So, so I imagine Stephanie or Angle or because I also imagine Angle can't still be the GM. Or whatever, the commissioner, whatever his job is. I would assume not. I'm assuming he gets fired, and whoever they get to replace him first. 
Sorry, tangent. Did you? Because I was thinking about general managers. Did you see the fashion files during WrestleMania with Mick Foley, the Snickers commercial? Mick Foley and the Snickers commercial. That was brilliant. So good. Best moment of the night, right there. But whoever the GM, the new person, I would imagine their first job is. I've brought two free agents over. We're going to sign them right now. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Welcome to Raw. Do you? My question is: Do you think that? the new general manager of Raw is simply Triple H and the authority comes back? I hope not. But why wouldn't that be the case? It would be hilarious if it was Jeff Jarrett. Just from the irony of Kurt Angle is once again replaced by Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) I liked, I didn't see Mm. the whole, I didn't see the whole speech, his whole Hall of Fame speech, but he apparently did a very nice job. Jeff Jarrett? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good speech. They, like you it. know, I was, people were worried about giving him a live microphone, but he did He did a very nice very nice job. I like how he, you know, called out The Miz and basically said, you're doing that IC title a lot of good. And then he sang. That was, And you if know, you watched that part, you saw Jason Maltoff. I didn't. I didn't see Jason Maltoff. He was in the crowd. He was, he was one of Goldberg's VIP ticket holders. I see. So. Um, I believe the only match we have yet to speak of is, we'll talk more about Brock and Roman, I suppose, but the bar against Braun Strowman and his tag team partner, Nicholas. (laughs) Nicholas Nickleby. Who, I believe I tweeted this, now needs to be on the list because he is now, not only has he been on a WWE pay-per-view, he has won a title at a WWE pay-per-view. I agree. So I mean, he's based gonna... off of that alone, he's probably somewhere north of Shaq. I love how Jeremy's so upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he's definitely better than Marty Bell and Liv Morgan. Oh, he's... I would say he's in the top half. Mm, mm. Definitely above that Horner line. Um, what'd you think of that? What'd you think of the fact that, that, was, that Braun literally went into the crowd to find a partner? I thought it was a little silly. But overall, I mean, I I liked where it went. It was essentially just Braun, you know, wrestling by himself. Although, to his credit, to Nicholas's credit, he was tagged into that match. So, I mean, he's a legitimate champion. Are we going to ever find out who Nicholas... that is? is? Was he an act? Like, is he a make... I don't think he was a make-a-wish I... kid. But was he... Is he? Does he know somebody in the company? Like, I heard that he was one of the refs kids but i don't know that to be true it's just something i read on twitter okay um i would I, that i'm said, fine if that's the case if he because re- he can't have put need, a random kid out of the crowd right i don't want nicholas to um start touring with raw he doesn't need to be the next james ellsworth you know who's just standing no. on the apron for all of these matches braun can just come to the ring carrying both of those titles from yes. now on i mean maybe nicholas shows up tonight the, the 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 raw after mania, but after that, I don't need to see him anymore. Uh, nothing against you, Nicholas. You were fine. He's going to just... get destroyed by the authors of pain. I think Cesaro's going to just pick him up for the swing and just release him somewhere around the twenty fifth row. Um, oh, but Nicholas. yeah, I, the, here's the thing with Braun, though. I said this to the arsonist, and you know he kind of poo pooed. But what I said is, you know, this is finally Br- Braun's like face turn yeah. and he papooed it because he's like well he's already a face and I'm like yeah i mean he's being cheered and all but i i really i really don't buy that he's he's been up to this point 
a monster. Yes, he's doing silly things. Yes, he's doing things that is very popular with the crowd. But he is a wrecking ball of a man who just does whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and he just takes what he wants. But this was the first time... I mean, they, they literally, literally paired him with a child. <laughs> like... At this point, he is nothing but an utter babyface through and through. Am I right? Like, oh, absolutely. He's been a babyface since really he has, since Survivor Series, since the math. I would say unofficially. Now it's official. I would say unofficially since the math. When he came out of that dumpster, he was a babyface. I'm sorry. When he came out of that, I mean, that, I thought or that so, garbage yes. truck rather. But yes, this is his official face turn the whole thing with Alexa Bliss and the mixed match challenge you know even that so was kind of baby faceish so yeah it was it was um so let's get to Brock and Roman cuz you said we'd cover it later and cover the fact that Brock is resigned thank god Brock Lesnar long live the king another year of Brock Lesnar as universal champion i'm ready for it dc are you truthfully absolutely yeah. Yeah, me, th- honest, I, me too. I know it maybe it sounds like I'm doing my sarcastic now, thing. But especially no. now that we're going to dual-branded pay-per-views. I'm you don't need it. two champions on a dual-branded pay-per-view. You have a no, world champion. Here's my one problem with, Bro- with, with, with what happened with Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. I feel like we're still telling the story that we've been telling for the last four years, which is that Roman Reigns is the one who is eventually going to beat Brock Lesnar. The only thing that bothers me, the fact that Brock Lesnar won again last night, is I feel like this story is not over, and I'm going to have to keep watching it now. And, dear God, if I have to watch Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 35, I'm going to stab my eyes out of my skull with a spork. I don't think that's going to happen. I do think... WWE has finally realized we, we we need to ease up a little bit. Let's let's ease on down. I don't know that that's true. Now, granted, I mean, he could win the title in Saudi Arabia because it's a cage match. He can win it by escaping the cage. Like he can, he doesn't have to he, beat Brock Lesnar. He could win it tonight. He could go out there and say. You busted me open, and I'm mad, and I want a rematch. And they'd give it you to him. You have a great Roman Reigns impression. Ah, Roman Reigns, ooh, ah, cocking my fist, ah. But seriously, like, they are still telling that st- I mean, come on. They, they, they did the total, they, they, I know people are all speculating online. Oh, 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 Brock Lesnar went into business for himself, and he just left. And how who ends a mania without any pictures of the champion on the ramp? He just left. He doesn't care, and it was all confused, and, and Roman wasn't, didn't know what the hell was happening. And bullshit. They have worked you into a shoot, brother. Um, to quote the famous bald man with a you know, really cool kind of mustache that I wish I could grow, but he's also kind of racist, that guy. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying that there's telling, they're telling the story still. The, the story is he got his ass handed it to him last They did everything in their power to continue the storyline of Brock Lesnar does not care about the WWE. He does not care about the fans. He does not care about that, t- care about that title. He busted him open. He hit him with a sixth F5. He pinned him. He got the hell out of there, and he just left the damn arena. And then meanwhile, I hear Roman Reigns, who got beat. Oh, my God. Not only did he get 
get beat. He got driven through a damn table and he took six F5s. Oh, that poor little puppy dog. And look, he's bleeding. He's gushing from the top of his head. Oh my lord, and Brock Lesnar is nowhere to be found. And it's the end of WrestleMania. And we're just going to show him this kind of walking around looking all dizzy and confused and concussed and oh oh the hard-working roman reigns alas as poor as him i mean that's they're still telling the exact same story they were telling going into mania they're, it's like they're trying to make us like roman reigns they're, they're 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 sticking to that exact same strategy of look brock lesnar went into business for himself he he busted him open the hard way. He he's he's not playing by the rules. And and Roman Reigns, he's just an innocent bystander. Don't you feel sympathy for Roman Reigns? That's what they're doing. That's totally what they're doing. Can you say Roman Reigns one more time? Roman Reigns. Ooh ah. I think we need to do some radio where you get to play Shaggy from the Scooby Doo Gang. <laughs> hey guys. Uh, Zoinks. Yeah. Okay. Um, you make a very. I love you, Aggie. You make incredibly valid points, and it's difficult to argue with you. The only thing I will say is I think Brock loses the title. If we get Brock versus Roman at 35, I don't think it's for the Universal title. I do think Brock has a very good chance. And uh, this was Dylan who we had breakfast with once upon a time. This was Dylan oh, yeah. who pointed it out. He's going for 435. He's going to beat Punk's thing. He's going to be the longest reigning champion or world champion-ish of, of all time. So I do think oh, that's going to happen. But I think whether it's Balor or Strowman or somebody else, I don't think Roman's the guy. Roman might beat him an extra time on the way out just to finally get his. But I do think we kind of scale back. I wouldn't be surprised to see Roman head to SmackDown. I wouldn't be surprised to see Roman wrestle Jinder for the U.S. title. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Roman versus a heel Nakamura at some point. Yeah. But you also wouldn't be surprised if he just keeps shooting Brock Lesnar, right? I wouldn't like it as much, but... Well, I agree. But he's clearly going to wrestle him at in Saudi Arabia. But again, that's the big... That's a WrestleMania rematch at this huge event in Saudi Arabia that features no women whatsoever. But... So I do get that. I'm happy Brock's sticking around. I am. I didn't, you know... I would have. I would have understood if he left, but at the same time, more Brock means more Heyman. And if I get Paul Heyman, I'm happy. Because if Brock left, I don't think they would have been like, oh, Rhonda, you're a Heyman girl. Or, hey, no. we're going to bring Ryback back and give you to Paul Heyman again. I think it would have been done. I think they they did that experiment with making other people Paul Heyman guys. Yeah, and it didn't work. And that's over. Cesaro, so. Axel, Ryback. Yeah. Didn't work. Overall, so, as a curiosity, though, how do you feel about Roman Reigns kicking out at six damn F5s? Well, one of which was through a damn five. table. Okay, F5. fair. Well, it took six to put him down, including one through a table. How about that? It's too many for me, but he's, he's going to be the guy. He's going to be at least one of the guys. And so, you know, I was more impressed that he bled. I don't think, clearly, it was not intention you know clearly it was not brock going into business for himself clearly they saved the blood with the exception of lars sullivan his poor his poor beautiful face during the ladder match <laughs> but clearly they saved it and they were like this is what nobody has 
ever said that about Lars Sullivan's face before. So. Oh my god! Congratulations. And that pointy beard. Not even his mother has ever said your poor, beautiful face. I'd like to believe his mother would have said that. Mom, moms, moms see the best, and maybe not. No, a little bit. No. no. All right. Um, I thought they used the blood very again. They used the blood very well. I thought it was fine. If he needs to kick out, the fact was he could have kicked out a five and then speared him once in one. So yeah. the fact that he kicked out a five and then lost, that's all that mattered to me was that he sure. lost. Yep. Because it does. Ultimately, I went home happy. It it does more. It, the fans went home happy. Everyone, else, you know, I woke up this morning because, again, I, I made it through a good portion of it, but I was half conscious for the last two hours of it. Um, but I watched it and very much enjoyed it. I did. I kind of, you know, cringed and got up and started making breakfast. But I came back and I was like, wait, he's going to he's going to. Yes. I went and got a sword tattoo on my chest just to be like my man, bro. I believe it. <laughs> more of a dagger, I suppose. But either. It's more of one of those swords that you put into one of those little umbrella drinks. <laughs> Complete with umbrella. That'd be a great... <laughs> a Brock Lesnar! A Brock Lesnar meets the Velveteen Dream, man! Something. Um, That's something. It was a great weekend. It was a great weekend. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fact that I saw you uh, Thursday... At Manson Manor mm-hmm. for the prediction production show. I enjoyed that I saw you Sunday. Yes, I left early, but I saw you Sunday for WrestleMania. In all fairness, while you only stayed for one match, you were there for like four hours. Thank you. So Thank you. And th- it's possible. I haven't heard confirmation yet, but it's possible I'll be seeing you Wednesday because GQ's off and you might be taking the day off and... Yeah, I believe I'm going. We're definitely doing something. Okay. So, if you're around, I I'm looking into it right now. I started putting pieces into place today at work. So, I we you could just walked around coughing in the teachers' lounge. No, I just mentioned that I <laughs> might not be there. I might say I'm not feeling very well, guys. <laughs> Ask me what I got. <laughs> I got WrestleMania fever. I gotta stay home. Wow. Um. So great weekend. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Was it the best? Was it the well, best WrestleMania of all time? I don't know. I really don't. I'd have to have watched them all, and I'm not sure that I've. You know, I'd have to. I I will say this. I think I can say this is the best WrestleMania of the recent past. It's clearly the now. Granted, thirty ended really nicely. The one with Rollins cashed in was kind of fun at the end. This one, I think, start to finish, I enjoyed. There was not yep. a match that I didn't enjoy, and. I can't say that about other WrestleManias. So Correct. that part is good. The only one that I think comes close from the recent past is WrestleMania 30. And that's, and again, I think that's only because the highs are so high. Yes. This show was extremely consistent. And again, every match was good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So in that case, yes, because I don't know that there is another WrestleMania where every match was good. There you go. So, we'll say that. WrestleMania 34. Anything else you would like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that Monday evening special show for you DDTites out there? Yeah. Uh, check us out on the web, DDTWrestling.com. 
check out the podcast, all of our episodes, including by the book, ddtpod.com. If you've got a few shekels and you feel like throwing them our way, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash ddtwrestling. And if you'd like to comment and uh, you know, send in a message to be read on the show, that's podcast at ddtwrestling.com. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, enjoy the Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania. We're still not done, but won't you be our bestie? <laughs>